We've already drawn pictures of a house. Um, um, we'll take pictures of those and share them on Facebook just for fun. Um, let me pray. I'm just going to share a short word this morning. But Father God, just help us as we come round. What we've been looking at in the service, the service has become the sermon. The sermon has become the service, Lord God. And so, Father, we want to walk through this together to assemble and to be your people together. Father, help us to walk in faith. Help us to believe for and journey together and encourage one another as we uh, meet together, build together, love together, give together, and be church together for your glory. Amen. So there's a particular scripture I want to focus on. It's from Matthew 16. Verses 13 to 19. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I am, the Son of Man? So he said, Some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and some say Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of of the living God. And Jesus said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not been revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So he says, who am I? Jesus, the Son of God. Who do you say you are? Who do I say I am? Well, I normally say Dave if somebody asks me what my name is. That's a good start. What's the first three questions that you ever get asked when you meet someone for the first time? Let me imagine you've gone to a tea and coffee afternoon. You're in a room with a complete bunch of strangers. You've never met them before. You're sitting at a table like you are now at church drinking your tea with your little pinky sticking up and you've got your little plate with a scone on it or something, and you turn to your neighbour. What's typically one of the first things you might start saying? How are you? How are you? Okay, that's nice. Thank you. And, you know, how do you do? How do you do? How, yeah. What do you do? What do you do? Where do you live? Yeah, they're the very typical question. Where do you come from? What's your name? Um, and then... It's what's really interesting is if, if you go to those kind of do's, you'll find yourself going around and sitting and talking. What's your name? What do you do? Where do you live? And then you get to the next group and what's your name? Where do you do? In the end, if you've ever been to one of those networking locations, oh, I'm not asking these questions again. Oh, I'm not answering. And you sometimes wonder whether you're repeating yourself with the person that you're talking with. Did I say this to you or did I say it to the person I last talked to? Jesus said, who do you say I am? Who are we? I don't know whether you would say at some point in those first three or four minutes that you were a Christian. There are parts of the world where you would not say that you were a Christian because you might be put in prison fairly quickly. Especially if you started sharing your faith at a party. Who do you say that you are? Do you know our identity as God-created beings, can be found in Christ. Our purpose can be found in Christ. 
As a consultant working with a number of people, I've had the privilege to ask a question sometimes. What's your purpose? I sometimes ask my students. What's your destiny? And some of them look at me and go, what do you mean? What's destiny? Do you know what? It's a fantastic question. What's destiny? Well, where are you going? Well, how do I know I'm going? I'm just studying at university. I don't know what. What are you going to be later in life? Let me ask you a question. What are you going to be doing in 10 years' time? Some, some of you, like Irene, a dear friend of ours who's gone to be with the Lord now, might say, God willing, I'll be doing, reflecting our mortality. You know, a beautiful poet once wrote that we had three score years and ten. The average life expectancy in the UK is way beyond that these days. 80, is it 83 for men and 87 for women, I think, is the current numbers, something like 120. <laughs> I was talking about averages, Juliet. Not... <laughs> but do you know what? When people say, what are you going to be doing in 10 years' time? Do you know why I hope my answer would be? Is I hope that I'm going to be doing the things that I'm passionate about now. So the things that I aspire to do, the things that I want to do. And what could you and I do for the king? What could we do in 10 years? We could do an enormous amount, especially in a house built like one of these. And so Jesus says to Peter, on this house, on this rock, I will build my church. One of the things that I found very helpful over 20 years of leading church is that statement. That God says he will build his church. All I have to do is be faithful, to pray, to do what I feel God is telling me to do. And then he builds his church. There have been plenty of times in my life, and I'm sure it's true for you, when you come to a place when there are 47 junctions or 47 choices that you can make, and you don't know which one to make. And none of them are logical, none of them are reasonable, but you still have to make a choice. And that's when I just say, God, you're going to have to help me here. So this week, this week in September 2016, a number of years ago, the 11th of September, 9-11, as it's now been known, changed the face of our planet. You know, our world is not the same since that day. I don't want to focus on the events of that day. I just want to say moments in history can change all of our lives. And actually, today could be just as significant today. Not because of any act of terrorism, but just because God drops an idea in our hearts today that revolutionises our world and rolls on decades on through you and through me. I ask questions about people and say, what's your destiny? And I remember sitting down with, uh, I guess he would be uh, late 50s now. He's a man, he's a multimillionaire. I, I had this opportunity to sit down with him. And we're just talking to him over a, a glass of wine in the Institute of Directors. So that's a, a, an office, a, a building in the central London, just around the corner from Trafalgar Square. And I was sitting, chatting to him. And I was, as I was talking to him, I said to him, OK, you, you have it all. You don't want for money. You have a nice car, you have a nice house, you have a nice family. What's life all about these days? He said, Dave, do you know what? 
I start to think about the word significance now. It's not about how much, but it's about leaving something significant. I want to leave a legacy for the next generation. He's a Christian man. And so I said to him, okay, I can agree with you on that. Because that's the kind of stuff that God wants to build. God wants to build things that will last, that will echo into eternity. From that famous film, Gladiator, when Maximus says, what we do here today echoes in eternity. I would want to say the same about our meeting today. What we do here today echoes in eternity. But it only echoes in eternity through you and through me. These walls will not remember the rest of this meeting. You know, we walk out of this room and the echo of our voices, the dust off our feet, you know, it disappears. But what you say, what you do, what we broadcast echoes in eternity. So let me pray. So Father, as you've helped us to think about your house in this place and the rooms in your house, the church, and the things that happen in those rooms and the people that need to come into those rooms to make those things happen, both guests and servants, both workers and receivers. Then, Lord, we recognise that it's your church that is being built in this place. It's your church that's being broadcast around the world. It's your church that's supporting uh, missionaries in other parts of the world, orphanages in Uganda, um, friends in Bristol and Miami and Mexico and Chile. So, Father God, help us to be your church in this place. Help us to give what we have and share it with love. Help us to serve when we can to bring forth your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's close out our worship today. Let's stand as we sing.